Well, welcome back to Thinking About It. I'm here with Dr. Stan Fowler from Heritage, and I'm Bob McGregor, uh, lead pastor here at Grandview Church. And Stan, um, just before we went on the air, we were having a little chat about this subject because it's something that we in ministry um, face today, and we've also realized that there's been a change in the subject of why on earth do I need to go through, uh, sometimes it's a complicated process, to become a member of a local church. What's up with membership? Why do we need that? What if I just like coming to the church? Isn't that enough? Well, Bob, as I, as I was telling you, I've been wrestling with this question for, well, probably 42 years now. Actually, ever since I, I, I left the USA and pastoral ministry there and came to Canada. And when I came to Canada, I, I discovered a lot of people were resistant to the idea of formal church membership. They were clearly uh, believers in Christ, clearly wanting to live as disciples. In fact, in, in many ways, they were functionally members in, in so many ways. And yet, they were in a category called adherence. And as I told you, it, I, I had never heard that term used to describe a clearly identifiable group within the church until I immigrated to Canada. And suddenly I, I discovered that group. And, and I, I've puzzled over it. I've puzzled. Why, why would people say, I'm a, I'm a believer in Christ and I'm really a part of this community, but, but they resist the idea of formal church membership. For some of them, it's, it, it's um, I guess, what we would call a, a kind of naive biblicism that says, I don't see anywhere in the Bible that you have this idea of formal church membership. And, and therefore, they, they react against it. Now, when I hear that, I think, well, there, there are plenty of things we do as the church to, to be what the church is obviously called to be by the Bible, but it may not be spelled out in so many words in the Bible. And if you have Sunday school class, you're obviously going beyond the Bible. And I've, I've tried to say to such people, look, it, it's just a matter, really, of saying this, this is the local manifestation of the body of Christ that I want to be a functioning part of. I want to contribute to it, uh, be edified, built up by it. What's the mystery here? Okay, so I know people who say that, and they say, well, let me in. I've declared myself to be... Um, a part of this church. I've been coming here for so con- so so often. I give money here. Um, I'm in. I declare I'm in. Isn't that enough? We do. We say, well, you're not a member yet. I know you love the church, but wh- why do churches have a process called membership when you've got a group of people who who declare I'm in? Well, part of it probably is th- we've got two thousand years of church history in which things have become a lot more diverse and confused, complicated. And, and so, you know, what, what was probably pretty straightforward in the first century, I mean, in a given local setting, people confessed their faith by baptism. They, they were sort of obviously a part of the church in a given place. 
over time, uh, we've had confusion that's been created in the in the church universal, and so here we are in Kitchener, Ontario. We have a uh, we have multiple forms of the body of Christ, and and we've had divisions in the church, unfortunately, over time, and so it. We certainly have to ask, okay, do you, do you actually affirm what we in our confessional statement affirm as a church? Well, why do you think I'm here? Obviously, I agree with the doctrine. That's why I show up all the time. Isn't that enough? Well, I think we have to say, one, one of the things we have to recognize is in our, in our current climate, our context, People choose a a church, a local church, for themselves and their family for multiple reasons. There are are a number of factors involved. And sometimes they they will say, okay, out out of all the options available, I mean, I think this is the right church for me and my family, even though I don't really affirm everything that this church affirms. I mean, you you and I know the experience here. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, wonderful disciples of Christ who were baptized as infants and 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 who are still personally of the mind that that was adequate. They were baptized as infants. They've confessed their faith personally to kind of ratify that later in life. So they, they don't really affirm what we as a church affirm about about a theology and practice of baptism. And yet... They appreciate the ministry of the word. They they love the people. They they want to be a, a part of this community, and yet they don't really affirm all that we affirm. Okay, um, what if they did? You know, what if someone comes in and, and says, or from another Baptist church, right, and says, I I've been Baptist all my life, Fellowship Baptist. I agree with everything. Um, I'll just pick up where I left off. Uh, let's not bother with the interview, uh, the vote. That, that kind of thing. I'll just, with my mouth, declare them in. Well, I think I, I say to such people, we're, we're not setting up huge roadblocks here. We're just doing the sort of obviously necessary due diligence to ask, tell, tell me about how you became a believer in Christ. Tell me about how yeah, you why became a disciple of Christ. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah, I'd, I'd say to them, what, why, 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 why is it, an issue. We aren't making a big roadblock. We're asking fundamental questions to to find out. I, I mean, do you make a credible confession of faith? I mean, you you might have made a confession of faith in a very good church twenty years ago, and since that time, you've frankly wandered off into all kinds of disobedience. Maybe maybe in fact you're. You're living a lifestyle that would put you under church discipline if you became a member immediately. Maybe you've frankly changed your mind about some things that that would make it inappropriate for you to to say you confess what we confess as a church. We're we're just mm-hmm. we're just asking who are you? Uh, now we're getting to know you. Um, okay, the elders will vote after after we get to know you a bit as well as we can while i think i i feel sometimes i've said to people so why why do you find this to be such a big deal you know do you think stan that our our polity of congregational government 
um, and engaging the congregation in decisions that are legal, legally binding, uh, is one of the reasons why we need membership today? Well, it may be. I mean, uh, that's, that's an interesting point to raise because I, I still remember uh, over the last few years when we were having discussions within our denomination about whether individual churches should be allowed to admit to membership, people previously baptized as believers by pouring. Um, at, at various times I heard people say, well, look, membership membership's a legal thing. I mean, that's because of incorporation and legal issues. And I'd, But I said to them, no, it's not. We, we had formal church membership long before we ever had the idea of churches being incorporated. I mean, this church, Grandview, had formal membership before we were ever incorporated. Was there any value to that uh, legally? Well, there, there, there might have been uh, some value to it, but still it was, it was church as a, a voluntary association. It was the church was not, a, in a sense, a legal entity. Um, it was a bit murky. I, looking back on it, I, I, I confess sometimes I wonder if all the arguments for incorporation were as compelling as mm-hmm. we, we thought they were at the time. But, but identifying formally with this group of God's people is not, it's not just about legalities. Yeah. I mean, They're, we have an aversion to formality uh, right across the board. You have couples that just that love each other. They skip marriage. Why, why do we need it? Just a piece of paper. We love each other. And so they begin a married life without any formality. And I think that's a shame because um, love and living together is a holy thing, and you want to formalize that. You want to declare that. So when someone joins the church, in the same token, um, it's a big deal, and you, you're assuming responsibility and accountability with a, with a group of people. You're publicly declaring that um, I will, without apology, uh, support this church, give to this church, defend its doctrine. And I guess you can do that as an adherent. But you can also live with a woman without marriage, uh, without the, the document of marriage. But it's just not the same. And it's not beautiful and it's not wholesome. So I, I just think that it's part of a bigger problem, uh, why we seem to, from our culture, inherit this adherence thing you can date or you can just kind of move in and we'll 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 skip any formality yeah i i think you're 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 quite on target there um i mentioned early on in in our conversation here about the the difference i experienced four decades ago actually crossing the border from the usa to canada i i think i'm going to find a way to explore with friends back in the usa whether things have changed um significantly there I mean, back then, you know, in the churches in my circles, people there on Sunday morning were basically either members or visitors. Or guests. And, or, or guests, mm-hmm. yeah. And, but I, I suspect, I mean, there's certainly been all over North America the same kind of move away from a, the significance of formal commitment. And, and things may well have changed. In, in my circles back in the USA. I need to do a little research into that. But it's definitely a problem. Uh, and and it's, I mean, it's really a problem when it comes to an issue like marriage, but it's also really a problem when it comes to the church. When, when people are 
some for various reasons, right. unwilling to say, yeah, I want to drive a stake in the ground and say, I'm signed yeah. on to function with you people here as the body of Christ. Right, and just like in relationships, people move in and out of meaningful relationships, uh, this quasi-living deal, they move out and in, and and sometimes that comes to the church too. I'll hang out here as long as I feel good about it, uh, but I won't fight for the church or I won't strive to maintain the unity in this place. Well, Stan... Um, I'm getting the sign that we are coming to the end of our podcast today. It just got started. So we're going to have to cut it off. Um, next time, I think we've got an interesting... Co- By the way, we're going to be speaking on this uh, here at Grandview next Sunday, the first Sunday of June, on why do we still need the local church. And maybe the, it'll be a carry-on of what we've started here. Indeed. There will be some overlap. Okay. Thanks for uh, watching or tuning in today. I'm Bob McGregor. I'm Stan Fowler. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you.